0: The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. That's exactly what it is. The time has just gone 18 minutes past five. Now, Rolene and I always Zoom, and I'm looking at a picture at the moment. Rolene, I trust that you haven't uh, received any load-shedding mites from South Africa. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, no, Cheddar uh, Just a dodgy um, globe in my okay. office. Uh, you know, uh, my office is also my my shelter. Not related, but hey. Globes do pecking. But I'm going to say it's my solidarity with you guys. It's my solidarity darkness.
0: Okay, thanks, Rolene. And we will keep that certainly in mind. Rolene, thanks once again for joining us. Welcome again to the afternoon overdrive. Let's start with uh, Hamas's claims of a massacre as 100 Gazans are killed in the stampede as thousands rush towards aid trucks. What is the latest on that?
1: Well, this to me has um, all bearings of the al-Ali incident. So earlier today, uh, Palestinians rushed a an aid truck uh, that went into Gaza and uh, over a hundred were killed in the process. Now, um, the initial report was that 70 were killed, and of course, Hamas rushed out to say that1,000 I mean 100 Palestinians were killed by an Israeli strike, which, of course, very irresponsible news services. And you would think that after nearly five months, they would have learned a lesson CNN and uh, Associated Press and others quickly rushed out. Mm. to to immediately blame it on an airstrike now the idf because we are a democracy and because our army is the army of a democratic country and we because we always investigate they conducted their investigation they have released the footage which is available for everyone, including you, CNN and Associated Press, because you get the briefings, as all of us journalists who are briefed every day by the IDF and receive the footage, et cetera, uh, get. So um, the IDF have released the footage, and you can clearly, clearly see that um, that the... uh, an aid truck is uh, stormed by Palestinians that trample each other, uh, The mostly got killed in the stampede. The RDF have said that they did open a fire because uh, Palestinians were rushing towards troops putting them in danger and the RDF can only account for 10. Casualties. Now, of course, 10 casualties is regrettable and, and, and not what we want. But uh, we can only attribute 10 casualties to the IDF. The rest come from looting and, and, and violence. And we also can't forget that Hamas um, hijacked these a trucks. Now, last week, Michael, you and I spoke about the fact that the World Food Programme had stopped their um, aid convoys because of this very thing—looting and, mm-hmm. um, and and violence. So we've seen it happening again to today. Um, so that that is what has happened. This to me. Just smacks of the the Al-Ali incident where everybody rushed to condemn Israel for uh, an alleged airstrike on a hospital that killed 500. But when mm. the fog of war cleared right. and the investigation was c- concluded, it was a shortfalling a uh, rocket fired by Palestinian Islamic Jihad, which landed in the parking lot, put a tiny crater in the parking lot, and unfortunately killed several civilians.
0: It's, it's interesting, uh, Roline, how they can suddenly get specific statistics regarding this in a, in a moment of, of action. I'm trying to understand well, it's that as
1: well. Well, it's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, nobody can count quite as swiftly as a Hamas terrorist. They have some epic counters in, in, in their, their rags. I mean, it, it's something else.
0: Mm, indeed. And speaking of humanitarian aid, uh, Rolin, now we have the United States and I think Canada is also coming on board uh, regarding airdropping aid into Gaza. What has brought about this angle of aid assistance?
1: Well, it is obvious that aid is, uh, uh, as we send in in, in the aid, that these kind of incidents are happening. It has been reported since the the very, very start of Israel allowing in humanitarian aid. And yesterday, uh, we spoke about that airdrop, which was Israel, the United States, Jordan, France, United Arab Emirates, and Egypt doing this highly successful airdrop. Well, except for one aid package, which, because of the wind, kind of of uh, drifted into Israel, a, J- a Jordanian um, aid package, but dropping in that humanitarian aid to 17 different points across the Gaza Strip, mm-hmm. 126 packages of food, water, humanitarian aid. Uh, and, and now because of the challenges, getting that aid in um it seems that an airdrop is uh, is more expedient. So, that is an avenue that uh, the United States, that Canada, and that others mm. are are definitely exploring to use more often.
0: Okay, you know, Rolene, well, why I asked the question in, in that specific uh, manner was fine. They're airdropping the humanitarian aid. So, what is preventing Hamas from, from hijacking this? I mean, well, why aren't there more, you know, like uh, definitive measures from these countries to ensure that it reaches the population? population.
1: That is an excellent question. And, of course, the United Nations and aid agencies on the ground are responsible for ensuring that that aid actually gets to uh, civilians, but it's much more convenient just to blame the IDF. Look, I think that we possibly run the risk of uh, Hamas hijacking everything. You know, just today, Mm -hmm. uh, Yehia Senua, the head of uh, Hamas, uh, and the mastermind behind this actually... um, Uh, addressing uh, Hamas officials said that you know it's it's expedient for them it it works for them that there are these civilian casualties because it puts pressure on Israel so it works in their favor if there are issues with humanitarian Mm -hmm. aid so no doubt they are going to try and hijack uh, the um, humanitarian aid but you know we don't want to see palestinians suffer i'm going to say that again for anybody in the cheap seats who thinks that israelis uh, want to see palestinians suffer we don't we really really don't we want there to be more aid that gets in so that the humanitarian crisis on the ground is alleviated as much as possible Mm. so um, uh, we're going to want to see prevention of hamas Mm. taking that aid that is for palestinians
0: Speaking of Hamas, uh, Rowleen, uh, New Zealand now has designated them entirely as a terror organization, and is also sanctioning extremist uh, settlers.
1: Yes, so this is a welcome development coming from New Zealand, who have uh, uh, who have said that the entirety of Hamas, that includes their political wing, is now. Pro- uh, designated a terrorist organization and they've said the reason for this are the 7th of october atrocities and i must say new zealand uh that the language that they have used is, uh, is uh, becoming significantly more warmer towards israel yes they have pulled for uh, humanitarian ceasefires And all of that But this is a very, very uh, welcome uh, development from New Zealand They have also said that the um, extremist settlers These are settlers that set fire to Palestinian property And attack uh, Palestinians Are also sanctioned from entering New Zealand Which uh, quite a few countries are doing at the moment And uh, to be honest, you are not getting that much uh, pushback from Mm. Israel uh, about extremists uh, of any kind being sanctioned.
0: we we, I think Ramadan, if I'm not mistaken, I stand corrected, Ramadan will begin on the 10th of March, uh, not too far away from now, and we see uh, there are reports now of police waiting until the last uh, minute. We've heard some opinions from various quarters uh, of the political front regarding um, a Temple Mount decision in in light of uh, threats being made to demonstrate and cause havoc during that time. What is the latest regarding that?
1: Well, the latest regarding that is that Itamar ben Gvir has been excluded from uh, the war cabinet. Uh, there are reports that, you know, he instigated this idea to restrict prayer, um, to restrict prayer on the Temple Mount, which will only inflame tensions. Mm-hmm. I think what we have to understand always is that Israel wants to maintain what we call the status quo, mm-hmm. which is the freedom... Um, of religion across the board and um, the Temple Mount is a flashpoint and uh, the, the big issue here is you don't want to Create any kind of environment that inflames tempers. What happens on the Temple Mount affects over a billion Muslims across uh, uh, across the world, and it is definitely uh, an area of high, high tension and anxiety. And Ramadan traditionally is a time we do see a significant uptick mm. in in violence. So. It, Israel is going to want to do everything in our power to quell tensions and make sure that Ramadan happens mm-hmm. uh, smoothly and that the rights and the religious freedoms of Muslim worshippers is respected at all times.
0: Rowling, can't believe it. Time goes so quickly. Once again, we've got to wrap up. We've come to the end of another discussion. But, Rowling, always great to have you on the show. And uh, Shabbat Shalom for tomorrow until we meet again on a Monday. Rowling, thanks so once again for joining us on the afternoon overdrive. Rowling marks our correspondent from Israel.